Hello fellow ghouls, goblins, mothmen, and other assorted cryptids, and welcome to yet another Spooky Month episode of Cryptid Chat with Yammy. I am your spooky host, Yammy, and I am having a time lately. Man, it's been a, it's been a year, but we are so excited because every day closer to Halloween it comes. So, as of two days editing and podcasting. It is about 10 days till Halloween and the excitement in me is palpable and I hope that you are all excited wherever you are listening to enjoying a lovely evening, a lovely All Hallows Eve safely wherever you may be. Again, as always, shout out to our uh, Spooky Month intro music creator I still love it and fangirl about it, and I hope you guys enjoy listening to it every episode as well. And I'm so sad we only have like one or two episodes left with it, but it has been so wonderful to have around. Today's episode is another spooky-themed episode because that's what this whole month is going to be about, and we're going to be diving in today into the paranormal. Yes, you heard me write the paranormal. I'm actually going to be talking about this stuff willingly. (laughs) So we're going to be talking really about the basics of the paranormal, uh, paranormal research, ghost hunting, how it began. And it's really kind of a fun intro episode. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. We also have a guest with us uh, that will be chatting about all things paranormal. And we'll go ahead and get started. All right, guys, I am here with our special guest for our week three episode, and I'm going to let him introduce himself a little bit here. Oh, I thank you very much. My name is Greg Morrill. Um, I am a musician and an artist and a handy person by trade. Um, I'm just uh, recently started getting into the... uh, paranormal and cryptid world i mean it's always been on my radar but um i've taken uh i guess more of an invested interest and investigated a little bit myself uh i have some examples up on my instagram and that's at jedi imposter uh one word um but yeah i mean uh it's some pretty crazy stuff i guess uh what are we going to talk about today, Annie? <laughs> Yay, thanks for sharing. I'm <laughs> yeah. really excited to have you here with us. Um, you're a jack of all trades. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I think you've got a really cool perspective yeah. to share with us today. But we're going to talk about the paranormal, man. I'm just going to go yeah. right into all things paranormal and good. Uh, so if anyone's listening and they're like, newer to the paranormal community or just like in general uh i think this is going to be a good good episode because we kind of are too so we we're going with them in the in this journey together to talk about some stuff paranormal 101 exactly yeah the basics from the basics from uh but i wanted to talk a little bit first off about like the history of like paranormal research investigations and whatnot because like it hasn't always been 
like how it is now, right? It's like no, well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, I guess it all kind of started with uh, spiritualism. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, back in the eighteen hundreds, I think it uh, kind of took off as a uh, as a mass following. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we we did discuss whether it was more of a a, a UK or a American uh, root. Yeah, spiritualism. It, it was kind of. I mean, spiritualism era really was in like along with the Victorian era, which is predominantly in the UK. So, like, it kind of, like, popped off over there and then, like, like, headed overseas over on the boats to America. And then from there, good Lord, it it went just about everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere now. It's, yeah, it's true. You just have to look at your uh, Instagram feed or your your YouTube or, I guess, uh, Twitch is a big... um, platform for a lot of that stuff now too was it twitch or no tiktok that's the one tiktok (laughs) i was just like yeah honestly it wouldn't surprise me either because people stream there i'm pretty certain they why not stream themselves ghost hunting i feel like that's something something people in my generation and under would definitely do (laughs) yeah i mean um the the novelty of the being a part of a live stream for something like that would be uh, pretty would be pretty high, right? Like a lot of people would want to be involved with that, but not actually be in the haunted house. Yeah, you can be just like <laughs> slightly removed from it. That's mm-hmm. uh, that is so true. When I was doing like the research and stuff, it's interesting because like when you think about like the idea of like ghosts and spirits, that's really like that's definitely not anything new. That's something that we have like records in very ancient times like mesopotamia egypt name a civil like a major civilization in the world and they have accounts of like spirits and ghosts like that's not that's nothing new and most major religions have ties even to like spirits and ghosts so like the paranormal's kind of always been around yeah different now really yeah, it evolves, right? Just like the human race, everything is evolving. Yes. Um, I I think that spiritualism kind of started because people just missed their loved ones and they wanted to to be in touch with them still. Yeah, that. So, it's a very basic, very basic human desire. Like we we just yeah. we wanna we wanna keep connected. Yeah, like in in Victorian times, the the uh, life and life expectancy was like under fifty years old. It's wild. A- average life expectancy, yeah. So, so I sad. mean, yeah. Um, but it kind of uh, spiritualism came into to play as a as a means to communicate with these people that you that they've lost um uh i know um in the mid 1800s in uh, upstate new york there were uh some sisters called the fox sisters oh yeah and uh they uh, started a big movement in america by uh communicating with 
the other side through um, knocks and performing seances. And it was, they would often perform these seances in front of really large crowds. They even performed for like uh, uh, P.T. Barnum and, um, oh, it's just, uh, it's, they're kind of like the rock stars of their time, right? And they actually um, lived the rock star life and fell kind of prey to Ooh. alcoholism and drug abuse. And, Damn, not yeah, even, not sad. even the, not even the mediums are, <laughs> <laughs> not even the mediums can stay away. Oh, that's so sad, and that's so strange. Like when you think about like huge like seances and things that like performed in front of like huge crowds, and like in my head, I'm just picturing like this huge auditorium or like this really big like concert venue yeah and then the front of the stage is just these 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 two women just doing their thing and everybody else is just like oh my gosh like it's very interesting yeah. it is funny the funny uh well not funny i guess the the interesting part of their story is that they they had a falling out and one of the sisters went public and said it was all a hoax and kind of debunked the whole thing and and showed them how she made the fake knocks and Ooh. and all that yeah um she really went and for then, it yeah so i guess a, a little while later she came back and said no i just said that because the spirit told me to say that <laughs> it's like do do what what do i say to that do I say yet? Yeah, okay, I believe you, or or no? Like how do how do I know? It's just apparently, very apparently they took her, her the retraction of her confession to heart because spiritualism Ooh. still took off and yeah was quite popular until um, about the nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties around there. Yeah, that's wild. That is so yeah. crazy, but like it's true that didn't de- it didn't take away from that. And I know from the very beginnings, like people have been trying to like debunk the idea of the not necessarily the paranormal in general, although I guess technically some people are, but like more so like our means of interacting with the paranormal. Like, are there such things as mediums and psychics and this, this and that? And like, I know like. I'm pulling up. I have my little notes here. Uh, I know yeah. uh, from the very beginnings, um, there was a man named Harry Price. I'm not sure if you've heard of him from the 18th century. Um, yeah. My dude was a psychic researcher, and his hobby basically was outing and exposing fake mediums and yeah. people that were exploiting um, people's interest in spiritualism and in the paranormal during during like the victorian era it's very high like where queen victoria herself was even like i i believe she she was a part of a seance she visited she had like some type of like even the royal family of britain were like oh that's cool yeah even um abraham lincoln was did seances his wife exactly uh, seances in the white house so people left it's nuts you know what now that you just said that, it reminded me how, like, a lot of people talk about how 
the White House is like really haunted and this, this and that. And I'm like, well, if people are performing seances left and right, Abraham Lincoln back <laughs> in his day, that might that might do a little something to a place. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, once connect. you uh, once you invite that, the possibility of the paranormal in uh, the, I mean, it it tends to focus in. And mm -hmm. uh, I think if you take an interest in the paranormal, you you're gonna start noticing things. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. Like it's like you, it's like you're you're you you're looking for it, so you'll see it more. And that's like just basic human behavior patterns. And like that's not to say that like the paranormal stuff doesn't exist, but like it definitely like people like for example Harry Price were looking for those people that were exploiting that curiosity and that yeah that desire in people because that's yeah. not cool no uh, another person who loved to debunk uh, fake mediums and stuff was uh, Harry Houdini all the Harrys uh, it's in the name yeah I guess so uh, <laughs> I don't know if Harry and the Hendersons? No, wait a second, that's something else. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Harry Houdini uh, would often walk into a seance and just like blow the whole thing. Yeah, he wasn't very popular with the mediums. I could imagine sure. that. They're like, yeah. oh man, he's in the car. I mean, there were, there were times where he couldn't debunk it though. Hmm. And that's when you wonder, what is it? Exactly. Mm, and that's where yeah, we are today. Yeah. That very what reason. It? What in the world yeah. is it when science can't explain it and whatnot? It's the paranormal. It's in the name. It's beyond normal. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's really interesting, though, like, again, like, it, this isn't a new, a new topic. It isn't a new thing. This has been around for ever like i found apparently the first poltergeist like reported poltergeist um story came from germany in a farmhouse in 1856 ad excuse me Ugh. oh my god 856 ad there you go that was the first 56 oh yeah god. and then before that though we have documents from the first century ad from a Roman by the name of Pliny the Younger, he's known for like a whole bunch of like documentation and stuff like that, which is why it's like when he wrote something down, it was taken pretty well, um, kind of to notice. He also, yeah, he also was um, an eyewitness to Mount Vesuvius erupting. Oh, wow. There's been a lot of debate over like um, seismic activity and and paranormal activity. Yeah, like I the, thought the about that too. Yeah, and then like. But I don't. I haven't done much research on it yet, honestly. But I think there might be something to it. I know, like, there's been like debates, like for example, because different cultures have like practiced, like, in, have practiced themselves trying to like contact the spirits and this, this, and that. And like, I know that, um, for example, like the Romans had, and the Romans and the Greeks themselves had different ways of trying to like commune with the gods and to get like visions and spirits so it makes you wonder if like also there's environmental factors at play in that in your ability to like interact with and whatnot but all i know is oh, that yeah. Pliny, Pliny the younger said that 
in first century AD, his house was haunted by a man with like a long beard who was like dragging chains about, which I'm right. sure was a really great time for yeah. him. It's like a, a Christmas carol. Yeah, exactly yeah, that. Yeah. Except but, that was you know, a lot his older. reality. Yeah, that was the original A Christmas Carol. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past. We're throwing uh, it back all the way to Athens. Yeah, literally like Chris, like actual Jesus's birthday. <laughs> so it's it's really cool. There's a lot of documentation really around to kind of explain like the the fascinations with the reportings of like the of just in general like the paranormal like and i thought that was really 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 cool like yeah and all over the world too not just like limited to specific places because even though spiritualism really like took off in europe and the uk like there's elements of that even to a degree like all over the world in different cultures and different there's different beliefs um around the spirits and our ability to communicate or to even like interact with them quote-unquote like it's not just like a crazy uh a crazy western thing over here no 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 it's all over there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy western things over here but (laughs) spirit (laughs) but there's also like there's a lot of strange things that happen worldwide and we're like starting Mm -hmm. to see the patterns and like and uh, just like, like even the world of cryptozoology, there's like reports of Bigfoot-like creatures all over the world. And mm-hmm. it's, it's neat how our world is a lot smaller in the present day because of technology, uh, social media, and we can access these things at, at the touch of our finger, right? Yeah, that's that's basically like when you look at the quote unquote like history of like paranormal research and ghost hunters, like that's really why it became what it is today is because of the access that we have to technology. It has, like you said, it's made our world so much smaller. We can interact with each other. We can share information in ways we have never been able to do before so quickly and just like do so, so much stuff. Um, with it so I think it's pretty awesome and it's kind of crazy in a way that much power comes a lot of responsibility yes definitely I mean there's there's a lot of fake news out there and you really have to question things you have to take things with a grain of salt and take your time and do your own research kind yeah. of yeah you really, really do. I think it's it's crazy though, like how specifically like it really popped off in the two thousands. And that was like Did. the dawn of a new era. Yeah, probably like ghost hunters and that kind of stuff. That was early two thousands that came out. Yeah, the first time that media coverage really gave a spotlight explicitly to like the paranormal because I know that there's been past tv shows like I think like off the top of my head like the OG like unsolved mysteries like that have Mm -hmm. had featured stories about the paranormal but it is not exclusively just about that yeah you also have popular movies like poltergeist 
Yes. Um, the Exorcist and that kind of that kind of genre. So media's I mean, kind of to, been responsible yeah. for popping off too. <laughs> yeah, it's keeping the exposure open, right? But I think a lot of that make like those are terrifying movies. I think oh, The yeah. Exorcist was like the scariest thing when I was small. Um, I still haven't yeah. seen it. I, I know I mentioned that literally the last episode, but like I cannot bring oh. myself. I cannot. I really can't. I've watched the trailers and like I've seen clips, <laughs> but I really cannot bring myself to get to that side of like the paranormal. I can't. I can't really blame you. Honestly, it's it's freaky and like just speaking of like these taboo things. Um, the Ouija board. Oh now, yeah. I, I recently picked up a Ouija board. I found it on Facebook Marketplace of all places. Um, Which we love. I love that. It's just so casual. Yeah, now. I know, right? It's like, oh yeah, I found it on Craigslist. Um, it was. It looked brand new. It was still in the plastic and everything, so it probably wasn't used unless they test them at the factory or something like that. Um, somebody <laughs> used it and then they packaged it again, right. and then okay. no one will ever know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Ouija board dates back to the mid 1800s before it was the Ouija board. They just called them spirit boards, mm -hmm. which was just instead of hiring a medium to perform a seance, people would, um, get a spirit board and have a pointer with it. And the, the, it's the same basis. Uh, the spirit would speak through the pointer, spelling words out, it would have a, a yes and a no at the top, the letters of the alphabet in the middle, underneath no, uh, number zero to nine, mm -hmm. and then a goodbye at the bottom. So it's it's the same basis. The the only thing that changed was uh, some businessmen decided they could cash in on it. T took it to a patent office. That sounds Pro right. Yeah, they they proved it worked somehow. Um, the details are foggy. Um, yeah, the name Ouija, they claim, came from the Ouija board. Ooh. They they asked it what they should call it, and it spelled out Ouija. So that's that's kind of that's interesting. Creepy. Yeah. I would expect no less, however, for the story of how it came to be. Yeah, no, it, it has to be shrouded in mystery, of course. Absolutely. We cannot do anything else. Like, I, I don't know. I, I really believe now, like mm -hmm. I, I played around with it when I was a kid and stuff, but like nothing really ever came from it. But, mm -hmm. but now, now as an adult, like getting one again, actually using it, um, there's, there's something with it. There's something going on there. And a lot of the people I've spoken to who work in the paranormal field mm -hmm. won't touch it. They won't touch it. Oof. They won't go near it. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not very but, reassuring, right? No. I tried it. I tried to do a, uh, a live a video stream using the Ouija board. Mm -hmm. So when I, I did it and nothing happened. Not the, the 
pointer didn't move at all. Um, but when I tried to upload the video, a black screen came up and said, this, this content may belong to someone else. And it wouldn't let me post it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. So I was with my girlfriend, Aaron, at the time, and we we said well maybe it's the video thing and mm -hmm. it's just it's just um instagram with a red flag on the word ouija or something mm -hmm. like that so we took our phones and we put them in the other room and we tried the ouija board again and this time we said ouija ouija board may we ask you some questions and we waited a minute and it started to move it no. moved to yes i was like did you just did you just do that and aaron said no i thought you were pushing it so yeah um so we kept asking questions um i said i wanted to test it i said mm -hmm. is my name is my name frank obviously my name is greg yeah so it started to spell out a word it went S R E G. And we're like, what what is that? S R E G. That doesn't mean it. No, no mm -hmm. words start S R E. Yeah. Um I'm like, wait a second, my name is G R E G. It's one letter off, like, but it's Ouija. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, Ouija board, did you mean Greg? And it it went to yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then I asked how many people were in the room and it moved to goodbye. So we were like, oh, it's done. It said goodbye. Okay, bye. All right. And we put that thing away. We put it back in the box. I took it out to my car and then we uh, burned some sage in the house to get rid of all the evil spirits. And I have not opened that box again since. It was a one-off experience, but it was the one you needed, and that was it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, don't mess with the Ouija board. It's 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 serious stuff. That is crazy. I've like you, like I growing up, like you've heard stories about it and whatnot, and like, but it's like, it's like it's almost seen as a toy, but then like some people take it very seriously. It's just kind of like back and forth, and you hear all these stories, but you like. It's one of those like, well, I haven't personally experienced it, right. so. But, I mean, everybody knows someone who has. Yes. Right? Like, mm -hmm. Oh, so and so tried it, and it started spelling out demonic, uh, demonic uh, words, and it it's creepy. It's freaky. Yeah. It is a very, very creepy thing. But like you mentioned, like it's been around forever and it's just a part of that tie to like people just wanting their own way to communicate, their own way to just be curious about more than just like life. I guess like it's like that curiosity of like life after this life. What would 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 it be? is there what happens to me like do I float around am I this little pile of ectoplasm just 
in the breeze, like what happens to my loved ones kind of a deal. So there's definitely a lot of intrigue and exactly that's yeah. one way that people thought that they could figure it out. And then somebody, like you said, slapped that sticker on and they're like, now it's mm-hmm. mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all, um, it's all about the money, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's nuts. I, I don't want to mess with it. You, you, that, that's that's it for you? No more? Yeah. No, I'll go put it back on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> if anyone's listening. Right? It needs Ouija one. board for sale. Needs a good home. It glows in the dark. It, gl- it does glow in the dark. <laughs> I didn't get to see that when I saw the video I only literally saw up until like you just finished reading the rules and then I was like and I'm done um because I was really curious of what in the world the I feel like I've never heard anybody read the rule book no I've never I've never heard the rule book before but it was it was terrifying in itself well not really but the rules were pretty straightforward they didn't Mm -hmm. make it sound demonic or anything like that yeah um and i don't know um i don't know if it moved subconsciously we moved it Mm -hmm. or what happened but um the friggin thing moved and scared the shit out of us (laughs) Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Mm, no, I just, I just hearing your story, I'm like, that's, I've heard a few and that's enough for me. I'm good. I believe. Yeah. That's fine. I took, I took one for the, t- for the cryptid team. <laughs> so if you're listening, you don't have to do it. You don't have to. Take Greg's experience. There it is for you. <laughs> You don't have to do, just put it away. You don't have to do it. Don't, don't pick it up. So this is like related and unrelated. Back in my, like, (laughs) in my, like, everyone has those, like, those years where you're kind of like a, like a shitty teenager um, and you do things that you're like, why when you grow up? So we, I remember me and a group of friends, we um, would hang out at like this, um, it was like a, a it's kind of like an outdoor mall. There's like a whole bunch of like shopping centers and whatnot. And one of the places was like a books a million. So there's tons of, it's like a big bookstore and they sell a bunch of like games and other things. So we were there and we stumbled across a Ouija board, like they're selling it. Yeah. And we're like, okay, interesting. So I don't know what, what, who, who threw the idea? I don't recall somebody threw the idea let's take it and instead of putting it in the in the toy section where they had it what if we put it where the bibles are (laughs) okay i don't know why i don't know why we thought that was funny we were like oh this is gonna be hilarious like when there's when the like the people that are shopping or the people that work here come by they're gonna be like how the hell did that get there or who would put it there i don't know why we thought that was a really funny thing to do and I remember (laughs) I didn't want to touch it though so like it's like the idea was pitched and we're like that's a great idea who's gonna touch it now who's moving it (laughs) we were just all like looking at each other like 
so uh crickets chirping yeah you're gonna do it and finally like one of my friends was like you know what Fuck it. i'll take one for the team and she grabbed it and she'd put it and we had a good laugh about it and we took a photo and then we walked out of the store and all i could think of is like in my head i'm just like what if i have just cursed myself what if we've disrespected the board and I'm going to die now? <laughs> I felt, I yeah. was terrified. All of the fun in the moment was gone. That was it. It was gone. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I disrespected the board. I'm going to die. I disrespected the Bible section <laughs> of the bookstore. I'm going to die. <laughs> it was, it was just an interesting, that's, that's the extent of my experience Did with the board. Like, God- you think like God's up in heaven, like shaking his head, like, damn it, yeah, I mean, now I gotta kill you. I know. I was like in my head, and like the, the big book is open, and my name's there. He's like, NASA strike again, sis. <laughs> You're on thin water. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm sorry. It was funny. Oh, man. But it, it's, it's one of those things in our culture that's just superstitious and mm-hmm. like get it gets in your head yeah and all this stuff gets in your head it really does it really does and i mean it makes you wonder like how much is actual paranormal activity mm-hmm. and how much is um in your head or like parapsychology yeah mm-hmm parapsychology has been around just as long as the very beginnings of like paranormal research itself has been around and like for those of you who don't like are confused like according to wikipedia which is always a wonderful source but i'm at least taking for the definition uh (laughs) is is that parapsychology is the study of alleged psychic phenomena and other paranormal claims so you can take it as kind of like the science behind it like yeah. Uh, but it's it's a pseudoscience began around the same time as as, as like the height of spiritualism began um, really focused on like the researching and the the evidence potentially behind like mediums and things like that and then from then it just like popped off into like research into like telepathy reincarnation near-death experiences and all that crazy stuff that science doesn't know what to do with kind of a deal yeah and well, continues today i don't know they're i mean one of the smartest people in history was nikola tesla mm-hmm. and he said he said the day science begins to study non-physical phenomena it will make more progress in one decade than in all the previous centuries of its existence Dang. so that's Nikola Tesla. Exactly. It's not just like random people either that like have had like have looked into this these sciences and the potentials. Like, you know, that's Nikola Tesla himself. We know Thomas Edison, several very notable yes. prominent people throughout history have had interest was, uh, in it. Thomas Edison, did he not try to invent the spirit box or something like that yeah so he had shared with and he would talk about a lot we know in his writings and things like that that he was interested in the way technology could potentially allow us to communicate with 
spirits and it's believed that he tinkered around with um early machines and things like that to potential to what could have potentially become a spirit box basically essentially uh but he passed before he was able to see any of that come into fruition but he had those thoughts and very was very curious about the potential that that could bring so yeah so um if if anybody wants to know what spirit box is, it's basically a, a modified radio which mm-hmm. uh, rotates through frequencies very quickly and will pick up like residual um, voice phenomenon uh, from it. Mm-hmm. You see those like everywhere. That was one of the first things when I first started watching like some of these paranormal shows was like the spirit box. And oh my God. I hate these things. I'm not going to lie. So this is, this is me, Yammy, <laughs> with no paranormal, like, research experience. But every time they, like, click that thing on, it's just like a, like, a such a loud, yeah. like, obnoxious <laughs> noise. And I'm like, if I was a spirit, I would be like, oh, oh, no, put, put it away. Oh, God, that's so annoying. That's terrible. But I, I get the yeah. idea behind it. That's what they, they annoy them into communication. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like dialing it louder, like spirit. Turn it up. I can't hear it. Oh, it's so true. It's uh, it's crazy, and it's it's interesting. Like we've begun to create technology, like the spirit box and things like that, to really yeah. try and capture evidence. Um, and like the, you can even get up. you can even get apps for your phone that will that will mimic the the function of a spirit box yeah exactly there that's so crazy you just pull out your phone and you're like click download and mm-hmm. there it is right in your in hands thir- in 30 seconds you have a spirit box in your hand that's yeah there's a crazy but I mean, like thomas edison feeling technology could help us communicate with the great beyond or mm-hmm. uh where people are definitely using the technology to attempt that. It's, yeah. And it's not even like just like average people. Like I know the U S government and U S intelligence is for example, one government than we know of at least that has like looked into the potential for, um, I guess you could, I want to say it's like paranormal supernatural. Like they've looked into the ideas of like what potential we can gain from this and of course militarize it because that's what we do um but like things like with the stargate project and whatnot really looking to the the parapsychology side of it and like what can this really do what are its limitations and most importantly what are its like absolute like just possibilities that we can come about from this you know it's kind of it's crazy it is totally crazy like the human mind is is absolutely so complex and we don't even use it to its full potential right so Mm -hmm. so we have no idea who knows what what we could do with our minds in time with evolution and practice and yeah i think there'll be 
there's a lot more to learn about parapsychology mm -hmm. and uh, the study of the mind. I agree. Ten years from now, like this conversation could be wildly different because like we're talking from a perspective of like what could be very still like skeptical very still like well we don't have like you could say the solid proof of it's just like all these theories and potentials but like 10 years from now i have no idea where technology and whatnot will take us like like, yeah, it could no, be like, crazier than it is now. Yeah, I mean, inter interdimensional travel and uh, time travel. Who knows? Like, science fiction has become reality. Like, if you look yeah. at if you look at like the old Star Trek episodes with the flip up communicators, I think we've already surpassed the flip phone, right? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean um i think i think the uh, humans are like strive to do the next thing like to advance to evolve and it's even true like through even we do that pretty much in just about every field everything around us that we're curious and that's like everything because humans are curious by nature mm -hmm. so like it doesn't surprise me at all that the paranormal is one of these things like that we are curious and because we're curious we decide to do what we can to try and you know investigate it so like for example all of the paranormal equipment that we pretty much have nowadays is almost all of it has been created or engineered by ghost hunters themselves like taking yeah. things that first like more simpler things and slowly building upon that and building upon yeah. experiences with certain things to cr literally create your own technology like that is really cool <laughs> that's yeah, so human totally. though there's a, there's a lot of equipment they use that were made for other things too though mm -hmm. yeah. um like thermal cameras mm -hmm. um uh, night vision i mean mostly they use night vision because they're investigating in the dark mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's more likely to see things with a night vision camera but um i get the theory is that um spirits can uh, make changes to temperature in a room so they'll use something like a FLIR camera to pick up uh temperature anomalies yes and uh FLIR cameras were obviously developed for uh for search and rescue but they're commonly used in in like home repair to find mm -hmm. like yeah problems in the walls with wiring or pipes or whatever to go pick up the uh change of temperature it makes me wonder like who which who was the investigator that was like that picked up some of these these like these pieces of equipment that already existed like you said for different purposes and was like hmm what if yeah. we tried that yeah. to find ghosts and it's well, really yeah. what it is you just you just yeah, have the idea you you hear it when all the time like oh i just got a chill like mm -hmm. when 
watching these ghost hunter shows yes. like, oh it's so cold and it just got really cold the temperature just dropped uh -huh. 20 degrees or whatever um so uh, they're another another thing is uh they think that spirits emit an electromagnetic field mm -hmm. so they'll use um electromagnetic field detectors and EMF, uh, those, the K2, all that good stuff. Yes, and those are those are used to find wiring issues within walls mm -hmm. for like um, home improvements. So um, that's another example of a modern equipment that they've decided to apply to paranormal investigation. I think it's so cool. It's just it's a theory, but we're, I mean. I mean, so many things in science begin as a theory, a hypothesis, and then you slowly test it out in different yeah. ways. And then that's when we get to who knows what, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting to see how things can be used for that. And I like, I know EMFs are, are definitely, EMF meters are something that like I always see with paranormal investigators like just about anywhere and like i didn't know if you knew this but like you can literally go on amazon right now and like pick up an emf meter for pretty cheap actually uh, oh yeah they sell them they sell them at the hardware store yeah there's different kinds though i didn't know that there's like single axis and like tri-axis and like there's different like modifications to the emfs that some people use it like while well, you can get one for like 15 20 bucks you can also get one that's like 200 dollars. so like yeah i mean the price ranges are crazy for any of those things yeah like, for yeah. for all kinds of technology but like especially ghost hunting equipment like i've seen them the full spectrum of like pricing so like if someone's listening here and is trying to take note on if oh my any, god like <laughs> they're trying to take notes like how much am i about to drop Good, good luck because I'm sure especially these like high like these like really big ghost hunters that you see on the TV with their crazy equipment I'm sure yeah. they're spending a little more than $20 on their EMF meters <laughs> oh for sure but I mean they're probably more established like the ones on the shows are getting funding from a from a network or a production company right so they're probably getting a bit better equipment and but I mean, if you're going to start this out as a hobby, you don't have to go nuts. I mean, um, you can go to the hardware store and mm -hmm. get some of these things. You can get a, you can get a, um, like a FLIR camera for looking at pipes in the wall. You can get an electromagnetic field meter because uh, for looking for um, wiring issues. Um, another one is a, the EVP recorders, electron, uh, electronic voice, um, voice phenomenon. Uh, it's not, it's not, um, you don't need a special recorder to capture EVPs. You can use any old recorder. Yep. The thing with EVP is you can't hear it in person, but when they play it back, they'll pick up this phenomena where that sounds like a voice or voices or whatever so you can take like a even an old cassette tape recorder and do it yeah which is what people started with to begin with before they like specialized the technology to be 
specific to ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, like investigators and um, people who are who are into it have obviously made their own modifications and improvements and specialized equipment, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we have things like the REM pod that it's like literally creates its own small magnetic field that can be triggered with motion. Like that was something that I'm sure had to be like that's trial and error and somebody that figured out that out like that's taking a a basic motion camera and like to a next level (laughs) like that's a whole other thing now but like there's but how do they know like it's it's a ghost yes yeah again it's just it's theory like you said that like people's it's really from what i've read and whatnot it's like people's personal experiences have led them to develop certain theories about the paranormal. So like if they feel something cold, well then there's maybe a theory that when something is around then the temperature drops or the theory that perhaps it can use radio waves or different things to interfere with, like to try to communicate. There's somebody at had to have an experience that led to the theory that led to the creation of these these pieces of equipment to further test that and see how far this can go what is the truth behind this exactly i mean it's all about it's all about the experience i mean when it comes down to it whether you whether you even prove anything or see anything it's about having that experience Mm -hmm. and i think that i think that paranormal investigation is a very accessible sort of um sort of thing because all this equipment is available you just have to have the money and the openness to believing it yep that's true yeah like i have on my like little <laughs> listy of all things paranormal equipment we have like like you if you want to be like very like old school you can use like pendulums or like the dowsing mm-hmm. rods and like walk around oh, yeah, with yeah. the people are, if any again if anyone's listening and is like what it you can google it but like the little dowsing rods like the little like l-shaped yeah yeah they look like uh little uh wands kind of yeah thin and, and pe- um, they were something people use for other reasons but now we use them to potentially pick up on that there might be spirits and i didn't know this people actually use them even in ghost hunting um like for example if they ask a question like if depending on where it moves and whatnot could be used to like communicate like yes or no or like energy nearby like if it's in a specific direction and like in my head i always pictured i don't know why i was just always like they're pointing in the direction of the energy but i didn't in my head think hmm if something's moving, I guess you could use it to ask questions yeah. and communicate. That makes that makes sense. Well, same with a pendulum. Like it will yep. swing, it will it will rotate on on the chain or whatever string or whatever. Um, then they'll just people will interpret the different movements for answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 so accessible now to us with it is. technology. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, there's an app for everything they say, right? <laughs> there get... really is. <laughs> yeah. I did. I I have the Spirit Box app on the phone. It's, oh, you it's do? Pretty freaky. Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. You because you used it for the. I did. I talked to the Ouija board before I opened it. It was yeah. There was some uh, responses and stuff. Um, I don't know. I I have a hard time swallowing it just mm-hmm. because it's on an iPhone. And I mean, I talk about something in the next day, and the ad is showing up for it on on my feed right so like yeah how could like there's a good possibility that this app is listening to your words and Mm -hmm. and responding in kind so i don't know i don't know i haven't done enough research i haven't tested it enough um i'm still new to this yeah and that's that's cool most of us are like it's it's we're our, like our exposure comes through media tv shows and like there's like you were saying we were talking about earlier like there's youtube channels there's social media it's literally like everywhere around us if you really just search for it and it's not something that is not, it's not it's something that's so easily talked about now too because of media really like that's yeah. That's part of the reason it exploded in the 2000s and why we're here now in, in crazy 2020. Um, crazy I'm talking about it. Oh my God. It's oh. almost over. It's almost over. It's, it's, it's October. Like a, it's October already. The longest year of my life. I feel like I've lived 10 lifetimes yeah. in this year. Oh. Yeah, I know. Uh. 2020 yeah, has been not, scarier was, than any yeah. of this that we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> and someone listening is like, mm-hmm. 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 Yep. I hear, but, but hey, at least you're okay, right? Yeah. Oh, if you guys don't know, I had a fun <laughs> Halloween, pre-Halloween scare. Um, uh, me and my sister were feeling a little under the weather a few days ago, so we decided to be responsible and take a little COVID test. And those were the longest three days of my life. It was more like two and a half. But it was, it, yeah. it was the longest days of my life just sitting and checking my phone every hour to see if I got the email saying that you are either COVID negative or COVID positive. And luckily, we are COVID negatives. Woo! Good. And have to wear uh, a mask for this Zoom interview. Right? just like please please no please no please no yeah no we were all rooting for you thank you thank you like anyone listening take care please please don't don't, everybody be safe safe. oh and speaking of being safe so i had looked like a lot of people are very curious about getting into the paranormal and ghost hunting and to me that's like a good and a bad thing but that's just because, like, like, I've had, like, my own experiences and whatnot. So, like, mm-hmm. to me, I believe that there's stuff. I don't know what I would classify it as necessarily. But, like, I yeah. definitely think there's something there. And so, like, I'm really cautious about mixing with that kind of stuff. But, like, I know that unless somebody does, we can't really get answers. <laughs> so, like... That's right. I mean... That's why I bought a Ouija board. I mean, Mm -hmm. 
everybody, nobody gave me a good account of what happened when they tried it or they were young. Um, and, uh, so I, I really feel like I, it was scientific. I was investigating it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple giggles and immediately felt bad about laughing mm-hmm. about it. And I don't know if that had to do with the Ouija board at all. It, it's it's all crazy. It's all nuts. <laughs> oh my god! Next topic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna talk about like if anyone's new into like the paranormal world and they just want to get to know like some like terminology. I know we pretty much rat went straight down like a, the the good list of like the equipment, but like for example, like the terms and like any like tips or things that people should keep in mind not just like with ghost hunting but just like with their interest in the paranormal in general like and mm-hmm. so like some things about the, the people talk about in the paranormal community are like these ideas of different types of energies or entities so like when we have we talk about like residual energy that's the idea that like that each of us has energy you know yeah. we we but not only that we have energy that we can imprint energy as well so like it's this idea that energy can remain on objects or places um once we are gone whether it means we've passed or we're just not there anymore and like specifically when there's like traumatic or like dark events that happen that can leave like an imprint a staple of energy which can like which can attract some things to it or it can just kind of like linger the energy itself kind of a deal yeah. like because you think that in a, a traumatic event or something you're, mm-hmm. you think of how you feel in those situations you're you're everything seems heightened and high energy right mm-hmm. so if that theory is correct you you obviously think if it's a traumatic event you'd leave some of that energy behind it's not something we can see with our eyes Mm -hmm. but i mean it's that kind of that shiver down the back of your neck kind of thing (laughs) yeah and like when you see ghost hunters go about like there there's different kinds of experiences that they seem to have and and anytime they're dealing with um with like something that's like seeming to intelligently communicate or interact that's that's considered like an intelligent spirit versus something that's just doing its thing without interacting with us at all. It's not communicating with us. Right. There's, there's even been like cases right. where like people will see like, for example, an apparition and it just walks in the hallway and disappears and it walks in the hallway yeah. and it disappears. And it's like a, on a rewind and it can't interact. It can't do anything. It just stuck. And that's it's like, like the different time loop. Yeah, it is like a time loop versus something that is like following you or trying to communicate through something. Like mm. there's, I mean, you just literally watch like any episode of anything and you'll kind of pick up on those differences. And it's just theories that we have on like different things that could reside around us, I guess you could say. Like poltergeist as well are interesting, yeah. interesting thingies. <laughs> Yeah. 
causing havoc, oh, all man. sorts of havoc around. Just, yeah. just cause. Just because it's, it's just, just the way it wants to do it. Yeah, you can't control these things. Energy just, <laughs> oh my god, just exploding all over the place. Yeah, and then like the theory of like the cold spots or like orbs. Orbs are so debated. Orbs. Yeah. I've seen so many online arguments about orbs, man. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I thought I saw orbs in the forest across the street. Mm-hmm. I saw two lights. I saw a large one and a smaller one sort of flickering around it. Okay. Um, and I made a video because I've, I was like, I don't know. I heard that sometimes they're associated with like Bigfoots and whatever. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I just got this crazy idea. I'm like so uneducated. I'm like, um, I'm going to grab a stick and go knock on a tree in the forest. So anyway, I did a video. It's on my Instagram and I did a wood knock. There was no response, but I followed up. And what I discovered was there's water at the bottom of this ravine oh um there's a a high i guess pretty big road that runs above it so i'm pretty sure what i saw was a reflection of the street light and the water the moving water made it look like the light was moving moving yeah that's i think that's the main thing with orbs like that that right there like it's just like is it is there a like logical explanation like dust or debris or reflection or is it something intelligently moving about i have a picture and i think i posted it on our discord um that i caught in saint augustine on a ghost tour Uh, (laughs) it was a cute ghost tour i was so scared i literally we were me and my group of friends were um like we're gonna take this ghost tour and it's gonna be great and we spent the whole day walking around to like all of the old cathedrals trying to purchase holy water because we were like bring a little bottle of holy water just in case um, amazon yo we should have just bought it ahead but we wanted the experience of <laughs> buying it there so we couldn't find any holy water and we were like no. it's cool it's fine so i had this little like little like cross necklace in my pocket the whole time and i'm like that that'll do me i guess that's fine uh and we were walking yeah. around and it was really more like a story tour than anything like we were taken to different locations from the outside um and yeah. we were told stories about the histories and the alleged hauntings and the last stop was in one of their oldest um cemeteries at okay. night it was like almost oh, midnight boy. Just and does I, not sound yummy friendly. No, it wasn't. That was the only part of the like tour where I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. And they're like, lots of people have taken pictures here and like seen stuff in their pictures. And so they're telling us all these stories and been this, this and that. And so I just like take my phone out and I'm just like, like I'm just going after photo after photo after photo and seeing if I catch anything. Yeah. And I caught one photo. Where there appears to mm-hmm. be a sl- a blurry thing in the corner, and I just oh, kind of looked at it and I was like, "Hmm." Now I think that's dust. Let's go home. 
Yeah, did, wait, my question was that, did you review your photos at the cemetery or did you wait till you were safe at home? I reviewed it at the cemetery because I'm dumb. Oh my God. <laughs> I, we were like walking around the sidewalk of the cemetery and I was like looking through photo after photo. I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then I get to that one in like the middle of the pile and I'm like, and I looked at the photo before and the photo after and there was nothing. And I'm like, hmm. I still think it's dust. <laughs> it's dust. <laughs> Whatever. I my lens in a while. Right? Whatever I need to, to fall asleep at night. I was like, it's dust. Uh-huh. It was a moth. Oh, it was, sure the it moth was... just burst forth and I the didn't moth. see it. The moth man? I think at that point I would have been more okay with seeing the moth man than seeing yeah. anything else. Oh man, yeah. Moth but man. that's the only time I've ever caught something on a photo. And in my head I was just like, is this an orb? This is what you call an orb, I guess, technically. Well, yeah, people people will see those things in pictures and interpret them as spirits. But usually, they're mm-hmm. they're associated with like friendly spirits. Yeah, that's what I've that's what I've been uh, like. Everything I've seen is like, oh, they look so like they're just floating and mm-hmm. just kind of like it's it just like in my head. I'm like, this is Casper, just floating <laughs> and doing its thing. So like. I guess I like it's okay for me, but in that moment, facing a cemetery that is yeah extremely old, yeah, no, yeah, you were brave. I was I was not not gonna stick around and try and no. figure out further than. That. <laughs> I was like, that's good. We're fine, but it's definitely something that gets oh, debated. Yeah. And we were yeah. technically like ghost like the ghost tour was in the quote-unquote like peak hours because like it seems like everyone that investigates is like investigating between like midnight to like 4 a.m yeah like the like like, witching hour (laughs) the idea of the witching hour like from three to four that scares the crap out of me because since i was a child almost always when i wake up in the middle of the night it is at dead 3 a.m or like around 3 a.m and i will sit there in my blanket and literally like even if i have to go to the bathroom i will not go to the bathroom until the clock is at four o'clock and then for some reason i'm like i'm safe (laughs) yeah i think they should like they should market a uh, a ghost proof blanket or something to people i'm just saying in all those ghost movies and all those movies it's always when people don't cover their feet then weird things happen to them. Like feet get pulled and stuff like that. See, if you had your blanket covering your feet or if you had socks on, you wouldn't have had this happen to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? That reminds me of a a story my uncle told me. Oh, gosh. (laughs) About feet. Um, Oh, no. uh, uh, No. uh, Well, yeah, it does involve feet, but I'll get there. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I got the green light here. Okay. Yes. So my my uncle told us when we were kids. He said he was the biggest skeptic. He didn't believe any anything okay. superstitious or paranormal or anything. So one of his uncles told him, "Okay, when I die, I'm gonna come and I'm going to haunt you." And he's like, "Yeah, whatever. Okay." Oh, that's really nice. So, <laughs> you just wanted to, I don't know, mess with them or something. Mm-hmm. But 
my uncle had an experience after this great uncle passed away. Um, he was staying at the old family farmhouse mm-hmm. and woke up in the middle of the night to the feeling of somebody creeping up the bed. And he said he could actually see the indents of like somebody's oh, no. feet walking up. Oh, he's like, no. he's uh, He's said he's 100% a believer in all that stuff now. Yeah. You would have cried. Gives me creeps. Yeah. My my family still owns that farm, so it would be interesting to go and do a bit of investigating there. Oh, that's crazy. I was like, no. Was it like, does he know if it was like an episode of like sleep paralysis maybe? Like, I don't know. No, I, I, I was much younger when I heard the mm-hmm. story, so I wouldn't have even known what sleep paralysis mm-hmm. was then. Um, I mean, it's something I should obviously ask him about. Hmm. Yeah, ask more questions, because um, I mean, that's the only way you're going to get to the bottom of things, is asking questions and yep. researching and investigating. Yeah, it's, it's good to have that, like, dose of skepticism and, like, I was watching a TED talk earlier of this woman that she, she experienced what she thought was paranormal activity um, for quite Mm -hmm. a while. And then it turned out that she was actually having um, a carbon monoxide leak in her apartment Mm -hmm. and that was causing her. Yes. I did not know this. It was causing her to hallucinate certain things. It was causing like a tight feeling in her chest and then it creates a sense of like impending doom and she attributed all these things to something paranormal and then she found out it was carbon monoxide leak in her apartment that she could die from but now she like spends her time like investigating claims and trying to find like a scientific explanation behind Uh, them you have to do that though i mean if you can disprove yourself Mm -hmm. you should try to I mean, if you have like, oh, maybe it was this, there's a creaky floorboard or something, the house is settling. Like, if you can prove a logical, scientific reason for the unexplained, then Mm -hmm. you should, by all means, try to do that. 100% agreed. There's so much, there's so much fake news out there and um, we shouldn't be adding to it as as humans yeah and a lot of like over hype especially with like the paranormal and stuff like that but if we are not skeptical and we're not being very like careful and logical with our research and our studies we're not going to get real answers or like tangible proof exactly like there's no doubt there's no doubt people have seen things Mm -hmm. They've, they've had these experiences um and some of it might be paranormal or or cryptozoology or Mm -hmm. whatever um but it's it's kind of our job to question beyond a reasonable doubt like is could it be explained Mm -hmm. is there a reasonable explanation i mean if you're getting into if you're getting into paranormal investigation looking for bigfoot whatever you need to go in with a skeptical mind. Yep. That is 
so true and is actually i was going to end this episode with like tips for if you are going to get into just the paranormal in general whether you're researching or not and literally the yeah. first point is to be skeptical mm-hmm. like and that's not always a negative thing like we've just been talking about like it's it's just no looking for like logical answers um around you like to to yeah, prove scientific like, yeah it's scientific method i mean it's mm-hmm. testing theories it's testing theories it's um repeating um a result yeah being rational like with our technology and with things like that like i know that's why people like when they like usually it's it's a like advise it like if you're gonna go do like an investigation somewhere like really do a sweep of the place like try Mm -hmm. to see if there's any natural or electrical causes for certain things that could happen or Mm -hmm. could happen to you while you're investigating that can be explained like research research the history of this place yes always always research research and then ask permission yes i see a lot of people get in trouble (laughs) the reason because of that yeah you don't want to be arrested for trespassing no yeah definitely always be asking for permission if you're gonna even if you're just gonna like talk like that's that goes for like locations and with people too exactly yeah especially if you're gonna repost interviews or Mm -hmm. whatever you really you need to uh sign a disclosure agreement and yeah all this kind of stuff um, yeah start things right you know want to start things right to end things right hopefully that's the goal and then everywhere that i see it and i honestly like i'm so glad everyone says it is like don't investigate ever alone and this is like if you're doing cryptid <laughs> investigations paranormal investigations don't go alone go with a friend go with a group that's right like no yeah you don't want to go alone because i mean a lot of these investigations take place in the dark i mean mm-hmm. like what if you what if you fell down a like a rotten set of stairs or something one of the stairs gives out and you fall or whatever you're yeah screwed. you're in the woods you trip and like you break an fall. ankle or something. yeah like who's yeah. going to help you yeah you just like just, just don't be lonely yeah. and then if something don't, happens like just yeah. yeah no no be, be smart be smart tell people where you're going i mean yeah. bring someone mm-hmm. with you um be careful be be prepared i mean don't trespass don't don't get yourself in trouble please people don't risk it for the biscuit it's not that's not <laughs> that's not gonna pay your bail so no no ghost isn't gonna pay a bill either and then like just like overall just respect like respect that place you're going express like respect the potential things that could be there again this is cryptid this is paranormal like across the board like have respect for whatever it is that you're going to be around like just why why would why would you not but there's there's i know that that's like a theory too that like if i like, I'm going to purposely disrespect to try and get um, 
try and yeah get a reaction or and i'm like what if bigfoot comes out of the woods and chases you because you pissed it off you don't have a plan for that a 10 foot tall 1200 pound giant ape man crushes you that yeah Yeah, what what are you gonna do now right no i saw bigfoot the the youtube video is not gonna is not gonna prepare you for that no like it's not (laughs) and do your research yes do the research (laughs) protect yourself always be cautious whether that means like having the right equipment being around people uh protecting yourself like spiritually however you need to do so just just protect yourself Mm -hmm. be cautious and then like always whatever evidence you gather always like look over it get people to look over it you know take it for a grain of salt be cautious be careful but then also like i mean who knows you may capture something but like i also know that there's a lot of people that that go like paranormal investigating or even just like looking again for cryptids and they can spend hours and never catch anything that's right like you have to be okay with that too Mm -hmm. yeah you got to be okay Um, with that too yeah it's true i mean it's not there's not a guaranteed result for these things Mm -hmm. this is it's none of this is scientifically proven Mm -hmm. so it's you're everybody doing it is just a pioneer in their own sense but be be safe out there that's all i can say (laughs) be safe that's our imparting words but don't don't mess with the ouija board either don't do it (laughs) don't mess with it it's not worth it (laughs) even if even if it glows in the dark (laughs) there are other things that you can make glow in the dark that would be safer (laughs) (laughs) absolutely well greg our time has come to an end of our episode. Ah, At least this episode. I know. Oh, the time. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank you for being on and talking about all things paranormal. And we always, we always got to throw in that dash of cryptid because I feel like, gosh dang it, my name is Cryptid Chat. And I don't do a lot of cryptid chat, but that'll start changing. So <laughs> I always love when we can sprinkle it in there when we can because that's like my, Absolutely. my love. Is the cryptid. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's all some way interconnected anyways. Mm-hmm. It's it's mis, it's mystery. Exactly. And it's, the unknown. Yeah, it's these unknown experiences and it's exciting. It's thrill seeking. It's it it's it's a lot of fun. Go uh go look into it, people. Yeah, always paranormal be curious. cryptozoology, supernatural, UFOs, whatever. Go live a little. I agree. Believe in the unbelievable. <laughs> Believe. I love it. Well, Greg, do you have any parting words to share with our friends? I know you mentioned um, where they can find you on Instagram. Yep. Jedi um, Imposter. Yes. On Instagram. You got Just some great art on there. Oh, thank you. Yes. I'll be sending some your way soon. <laughs> the laser dactyl. <laughs> <laughs> The original laser dactyl, which uh, Jeff from Strangeology is totally.
totally improved on. Go check out Jeff's work too. He's on Instagram. Strange dot ology. Yes, yeah. I think so. Also, a shameless plug to the Discord. If you're not on the Discord, the Crypto That's Chat right. fam, you're missing out. You we be. have we have a lot of fun on there. We do. Yeah, we learn a lot too. We do. It's pretty cool to have a place where you can chat with people from all over. And even if it's just like sharing a meme or sharing how your day's been, but like everyone is like everybody wants to believe and so you have somebody who can share that with you and won't necessarily judge you for it so that's always nice to have it's a safe place exactly exactly i i i hope that's what it can be so if you're not on the discord get on the discord um but that's the end of our episode again greg thank you so much for being here with us i hope that you're home is Ouija free and radiating <laughs> positive energy and has been smudged to perfection oh yes yes the smudging has gone down multiple times <laughs> thank you for having me on again Aww. it's a pleasure to talk to you you're welcome you're welcome all right greg thank you again and bye-bye bye And there you have it, folks. That has been our cryptid chat, spooky chat on the paranormal. Again, special thanks to Greg for being so awesome and for coming on board to talk about all things spooky and sharing his own experiences, um, reliving that. And it was a good time getting to chat with him. I really appreciate that. And I hope you guys really enjoyed that also. So before we end our episode today, I did want to uh, talk about a few short things, little shout outs and whatnot. Um, Please, if you are a resident of the United States, get out and vote. Voting has voting election season has begun. And your crypto chat Yammy voted yesterday. Woo! So we're out there again voting. It's very important that you make your voice known and that you um, take part of doing so, of making decisions. It's 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 a big thing. It can be a heavy thing, but you should exercise the rights that you have in any way that you can. So go out and vote. So that's that being said, get out and vote. Another thing I want to mention is again, just shout outs to everyone who is listening. Um, anyone listening who is new, any returning listeners, I love you and appreciate you as always. I hope you're having a wonderful, as wonderful as you can season um, for Halloween and that you're getting an opportunity to figure out what you're going to do for Halloween safely. If you guys are interested in ever being a part of Crypto Chat with Yami and the podcast, whether being a guest, being interviewed, uh, sharing your stories, whatever you want, always know you can send us an email over at cryptochatyami at gmail.com. Make sure that you guys are following us too on Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter because we're slowly growing. We have 348 followers right now at Cryptid Chat. You can see my uh, daily ramblings there um, if you enjoy that. It's a good place to, uh, to follow up with going on. And as well, 
I want to give a huge shout out to all of our Instagram followers because we are at 812 followers on Instagram, which is absolutely insane to me. We started Crypto Chat, I believe it was April of this year, and I never anticipated it was going to get this big. So I am eternally grateful for all of your love and support because we would not be here in spooky month without you. And then last but never least, I want to give a shout out to all of our demographics. Thank you again, everyone who's listening in United States, Canada, UK, Ireland, Australia, Germany, Greece, Singapore, and now Sweden. We're growing. <laughs> I'm really excited, as you can tell. So again, thank you guys so much for supporting us and all we do. Please enjoy this month. Enjoy the spooky season while it lasts. We will be having our last spooky month episode next week. So keep on, keep an eye out on our social media for any new announcements and the episode theme. And then uh, finally, before we conclude today, I want to, um, I want to take a moment and dedicate this fun spooky episode to our uh, lovely little bird, uh, Fabiana, that passed. Um, just yesterday, uh, actually, and just makes you fly high wherever she is. So love you guys. Stay spooky.